0: You are live with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here with fellow tech nerds, John Beeler, AJ Vickery. We've got a pretty cool show today. We'll uh, be talking about some uh, cool uh, devices that uh, we've had a chance to check out over the past couple of weeks. One of them is the new Alexa Auto. Available for cars. Yes, you can have Amazon uh, Amazon Alexa while you're driving. John's had a chance to try this out. Uh, they are available in Canada now. These devices. We'll also be chatting about the Pixel Buds. Uh, AJ's had a chance to try out the new Google Pixel Buds. Uh, these are new uh, little uh, head headsets or head uh, earbuds uh, that uh, give great uh, audio for music, but can also automatically translate uh, different languages as you're talking to someone. Plus, uh, we'll be talking about uh, refurbs. Is it worth it to buy refurbished gear like Apple gear at Best Buy or uh, through the Apple store? We'll give you the lowdown on that uh, as well. Of course, now we're going to cover the news. First up here is uh, Zoom. I think uh, many of us are, are getting tired of Zoom, <laughs> all the Zoom calls, uh, but they now have a new Touchscreen coming out in August uh, for about six hundred bucks US, probably coming in around the eight hundred dollar mark uh, Canadian or more. Uh, John, tell us about it.
1: Yeah, this is. It looks kind of like a like an iMac, um, and it has a, a very nice, like you said, twenty seven inch touchscreen. Um, it has three smart webcams whatever that means and eight noise reducing microphones built in and it comes preloaded with zoom so it's basically a dedicated zoom box it's not uh, you can't do anything else with it um but it's uh it, it sounds pretty interesting you know from uh because I mean, this is a problem we have all the time when we're recording our video podcasts is the quality of the audio the quality of the video all those types of things and you know when we're bringing guests on we have a huge variety of quality and even ourselves when you know we're switching gear around and that type of thing but having this dedicated device is um it's it sounds interesting uh does it make sense to spend you know 600 us on a device like this versus just buying like even a crappy laptop and throwing a, a better webcam on it i don't know uh I think it might depend on the type of Zoom calls that you're doing and if you could justify it. The kind of the angle that they're going for, though, is meant to be giving this to new employees that you've hired, for example, and they don't have to fuss around with installing software and stuff like that. I'm thinking, well, it's not really that hard to install the software. Zoom has done a pretty good job of telling people how to do that. (laughs) So it it seems a little strange that that would be your angle is, you know, here's a $600 device that makes it easier than a two-minute install process. AJ, would you get one?
2: No, <laughs> hard, hard note. I mean, not, a, not at, you know, not at $600. Um, like, can you use it as an external monitor? You know, like, can you do, you know, like, is it have other uses when not using zoom? That's the critical thing for me, right? It's a cool looking monitor. I like the way it rests on the desk without a stand. Um, it's obviously not made zoom hasn't gone into hardware manufacturing. They're outsourcing the manufacturing to D10. So, yeah, I don't
1: think so. No. I think it might be good for like you know in the conference room or in a hotel workstation. You know, like a, a hoteling workstation, not a hotel, um, where you you know someone just needs to be able to sit down and have a video call and and not worry about it. Because D10 is this company that makes video conferencing appliances, so it kind of makes sense in that space. Um, but I'm just not quite sure that we're in there yet. I mean, AJ is using his phone for this conversation, so clearly it's not yeah, that hard. Funny.
2: Yeah, and you know one of the reasons I am using my phone today is because um, I'm using an external monitor on my laptop computer, and so my laptop's actually closed, so I don't have the camera feature available without plugging in the external webcam. You know, so I could understand the use case here. Yeah, uh, if you don't want to use your phone to do that Zoom call and you don't have your laptop open, but again, the price it's price prohibitive for me.
1: Well, I'm, as we were commenting before we got on on the call. AJ looks the best of all of us with his phone camera
0: <laughs> I know it's it's so funny right because we're doing all these zoom calls uh, and and we're using this for uh, for YouTube and also uh, you know Telesoptic TV is picking this up as a video uh, show as well and I look like hell I've got a nice laptop but my webcam makes me look all faded and gross and Brad, AJ looks you fantastic
2: look like, you look like you have the worst sunburn like like do you have a horrible <laughs> sunburn right now <laughs>
0: No, I have, a, I have a cruddy web camera. Uh, enough about that. Let's uh, quickly talk about Huawei. They seem to be in the news all the time now. Uh, they have uh, some news out of the UK. Boris Johnson is basically telling the telecoms that they have until 2027 to get the Huawei 5G equipment out of the networks. Surprised?
1: Not really. Really, yeah, uh, yeah. It, unfortunately, I mean, it's it's ironically just the other day, though. British Telecom basically said, if you do get rid of Huawei, it's going to dramatically impact our abilities to deliver services for years to come because of you know having to undo all of that work. Um, so, uh, it's it, I mean, it's purely politically mo- motivated. Uh, whatever your thoughts are on that stuff. I mean, when it comes down to hardware, though, it uh, it is a pretty big hit, I think. And also, um, it's not just Huawei. It's also ZTE and and some other uh, Chinese-based companies as well.
0: But I wonder, you know, did they really have a choice with everything going on in Hong Kong right now? Like, they have to send China a message, right?
1: Yeah, but they're hurting a company that has claimed that they're not beholden to the Chinese government. So, I don't know.
0: Yeah, the the debate will rage on uh, with that. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what Canada finally uh, uh, when Canada finally makes a decision on that. Uh, I guess Trudeau's got his hands full with a few yeah. other things right now, so I don't expect to hear anything uh, anytime soon uh, on that. But yeah, it's um, it's an interesting move. I mean, the Huawei gear, from my understanding, is uh, the most competitive out there. It's you know in many cases more advanced than uh, a lot of the uh, the competition as well so uh, you know i, I kind of wonder what that does to competition in general when you kind of lock out uh, one of one of the uh, the big players so uh, you well, know we'll have but to but i also
1: f- wonder if that is that going to ultimately mean in some loss of of Service or options or something like that. If if their gear is the more advanced, you know, is it going to have some effect on performance or something like that? Not to mention if they're removing the cheapest player from the option, uh, what's that going to do to costs for the consumer?
0: Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, it'll go up. <laughs> they always they always pass it down. Uh, quick other uh, uh, news story here. Apple is telling MacBook users, uh, if you've got a cover over your camera, and lots of people are getting these little covers uh, that they put over their web cameras for privacy, don't close your MacBook with that cover on. Because yeah. it, it can crack your screen. <laughs>
1: Well, and a lot of these, uh, at least before, they seem to be kind of like handing them out at at conferences and, and events and things like that. They would be branded by the company that's hosting the event type of thing. It's like, here, here's something secure for your, you know, your camera privacy, stick it on your laptop. And, you know, a lot of the PC based Mac or laptops, they have a bit of a gap. And, and some kind of a little bumper, but the Apple MacBooks basically—it's the tolerances are so slim. Um, they're basically Apple's basically saying don't use anything more than a, that thicker than a, a sheet of paper. So basically a Post-it note, um, okay. if you're going to cover your cover your your camera. One thing that Apple has said, and you know, conspiracy theorists are are going to be all over this, uh, is they've wired the camera so that there's no way for it to be on without that green light showing up. So people can't secretly turn on your camera, uh, at least on a MacBook, because of the way it's been wired. Uh, unless, you know, a hacker comes in and, and routes that LED light that's inside that that camera uh, hardware piece, um, that's what they're saying. And again, the hard- the conspiracy theorists will think, well, you know, there's got to be a way. And like, uh, I, I, from a hardware perspective, I don't think there is maybe other cameras that don't have a little green led, uh, in different laptops. Uh, that might be the case, but I think uh, I'm going to go with Apple on this one.
0: AJ, you, you know, had someone hacking, I... you, AJ, you had someone hack your camera one time.
2: Uh, yeah, well, I was just going to say that, um, um, it was super freaky because, uh, you know, one afternoon and, uh, it wasn't, a, it was not, uh, an Apple computer at the time. It was a PC based computer, um, that, uh, all of a sudden there was someone my camera was on and my my computer was being taken over. I could see the like you know, basically I got hacked, you know? And it was like I was doing everything I could to shut the thing down. Like obviously I closed the lid, pulled out the power, pulled out the battery. Like, you know, it is, <laughs> it is a scary thing when that happens. Uh, because your privacy has been, you know, intruded upon. But however, you know, how many stories do you hear about these of recent? Like I I don't hear that many. And this was quite some time ago.
0: I, I think I, I don't think the security was as good back, back in the day. I mean that was a a long time ago from what I remember. I think uh, security yeah. in a lot of these um, you know new devices and just the firewalls we have in with our routers and uh, security software we have loaded kind of prevents uh, you know a lot of that. I would like to think anyway. yeah yeah <laughs> that's that's the dream. Okay, uh, I want to talk about our contest. We're giving away that uh, Alcatel uh, phone. It's a flip phone. I know. Who has a flip phone anymore well you might want this especially for someone that doesn't want a complicated smartphone it sends and receives calls just like a flip so, a flip phone should but it also has got uh, some basic apps installed to it as well and google assistant you can actually use your voice to get it to play songs or give you directions or, or send whatsapp messages which i think is a pretty pretty cool thing if you want a chance to win this You just got to go to our website, getconnectedmedia.com, and go to the newsletter tab. If you subscribe to our newsletter, you are entered to to win uh, this device. And, you know, we're giving away thousands of dollars in prizes this year. So once you enter in once, you are entered into all of the contests. When we come back, we've got a really cool program for you today. We'll be talking about buying refurbished tech gear. Is it worth it? We'll also be uh, looking at amazon alexa auto which is now available in uh, canada and aj is going to give us his review of the new pixel buds that can uh, actually translate uh conversations uh, in real time you listen to get connected here on the chorus radio network back after this you are back with get connected mike john and uh, aj here today let's talk uh, amazon they have a new device available for your car Who wouldn't want Alexa in their car? Well, John, uh, our uh, resident uh, tech expert, he's uh, had a chance to actually play around with this for some time now. Uh, It's just rolling out in Canada, but it's been available in the U.S. uh, for a while. John, when did you first get your device?
1: Uh, Basically, Amazon had this last summer. I think they had an invitation only, and they finally started shipping it around. I want to say, like, November, October, somewhere in late fall, and uh, and I was able to get mine early, and it was a little, little tricky to install with a, a Canadian uh, Amazon account. I, I actually have a, an American Amazon account as well, but now it, it's not, it's a moot point because it's now available in Canada. Um, it's funny because we talked about when I got it last year, and my impression on on it and after having it for a little while now has actually changed and, and or improved. Um, so
0: yeah, you didn't and, think it was you didn't think it was great to begin with.
1: Well, the th- the best thing it had going for it was the fact that it's a fairly inexpensive uh, Bluetooth interface for say if an older car if you just have an auxiliary input and you don't have Bluetooth in your car it's a it's a really inexpensive at least uh, at the Amazon.com pricing it was a really inexpensive way of adding Bluetooth to your car um, and but then also getting all the benefits of adding uh, a smart assistant as well um, but. You know, it's, it's a $70 device in Canada. Um, it, it was $25 US when I got it in the US. Um, so, you know, it's a little bit different. I think the big thing, though, is it's an Amazon Echo device. It will go on sale, guaranteed, right? <laughs> uh, so, but, I mean, it's a small little uh, rectangular box that comes with a mount. Um, I actually, for a while, I actually had an Echo Dot in my car just so I could sort of get that experience in the car because the dot is small enough and you can kind of put it sort of in your, in your center console or something like that, but it doesn't pick up well. The nice thing about the uh, echo auto is that it has all the microphones on top has a little led light on the front and um, has the, the mute button and the uh, action button activity button, whatever you want to call it right on the top. And you can just sort of mount it anywhere you want. Um, I've actually started using it a lot more lately, even though I have CarPlay in my car and uh, it works seamlessly with that actually works better because right now I'm running the betas of iOS 14 and Amazon Music's app doesn't actually work under the beta in CarPlay. So I can just I can just have uh, I can just ask Alexa to play it and it'll it work seamlessly fine that way. Um, but you can also do a lot of other things like you know all your smart assistant commands. Say you leave the house in the morning to go to the office and you forgot to turn off your living room or your kitchen or whatever lights as long as they're smart home enabled you can just ask her to do that while you're driving um, or you want to turn on the garage light as you're coming into the dra- driveway at night you can do that as you're pulling around the corner so those kinds of things mean, but they have also have a lot more things you can do while you're commuting for example you want to do any of those skills that are like the trivia games that kind of stuff you can do that all in your car now really seamlessly um, the How one thing that into the car uh, it, it has a micro USB connection and then you Bluetooth it to your phone um, so you can you can use its own little speaker, or you can go through your stereo, uh, which is the preferred method. And it has an aux- it has an auxiliary out that you can plug into your car, and it comes with the cabling for that. Um, the uh, the The one thing that is kind of weak is the navigation, and that hasn't really changed. Um, you can ask her to give you directions, and she'll tell you and give you a pop up on your phone saying click here to launch Google maps and then she'll read the directions, but it's not like real time navigation, like you would think. So it's, you know, it's a little, a little weak, but if you don't have uh, a screen enabled device, it might be better or easier to to do that. But you're, you're going to want to do that before you leave uh, because unless your passenger is doing it, you're going to be asked to press uh, okay or, or activate a notification link uh, on your device, which obviously you shouldn't be doing when you're driving.
0: So, but the the bottom line is, um, this is Alexa for your car. It has to be paired with your smartphone because it needs internet connectivity, uh, essentially. But um, who would you say this would be aimed at? People with older cars?
1: Yeah, I think if if you don't have a newer uh, in car entertainment system, uh, something you know, w- especially with Bluetooth. But even if you have Bluetooth, it's it's not bad if if you've built your whole smart home around the Amazon infrastructure. So um, it's just a nice, simple way of having access to that. You know, while you're driving, you remember you need to add something to your shopping list. You can just yell it out, and it will add it to your Amazon shopping list. It's it's pretty painless. You don't have to launch anything. Um, it, I find that the um, it actually works better than Siri does in my car um, because it's got more microphones and it's actually doing a better job of uh, isolating the road noise and the car noise and all that type of stuff. So uh, I, I can even mumble stuff and she tends to pick it up much better than my phone does. Uh, even with my phone connected into the car internal microphone as well. Uh, so, Cool, cool, cool.
0: Okay. We're going to have to take a break. Uh, when we come back, we still uh, have a couple more stories we're following. Uh, AG is going to talk about his, Google Pixel Bud Review or uh, Pixel Buds Review. These are uh, little uh, earbuds that not only play music, but can translate languages uh, for you. And uh, coming up next, we'll be talking about buying refurbished tech products. Yes, they're uh, a good deal, but are they worth it? Back after this. You are back with Get Connected. Uh, Mike Eggerbo here with uh, AJ and John. Uh, Don't forget to hit our website, getconnectedmedia.com. If uh, you enjoyed uh, hearing about that uh, Amazon uh, Echo device uh, for your car, John has uh, written a review that you can uh, check out for more information. Let's talk refurbished. I think uh, all of us have seen, uh, you know, out there, whether it's on a website or even in-store, refurbished or open-box tech products at... uh, Uh, at a good deal. Uh, Is it worth it? Are these things uh, in good condition? Will you get the life out of it? What are the warranties like? Well, uh, I thought we'd uh, explore uh, some of that kind of stem from uh, something that we saw online that, uh, you know, you can get Apple AirPods uh, refurbished ones available at uh, Best Buy. (laughs) But, you know, I I told some people that and they're like, Ooh, do I want to have refurbished (laughs) earbuds? But I'm, I'm, (laughs) yeah, I'm, I'm sure that they are, uh, kind of uh, sanitized and whatever they have to do. They've probably even got new cases on them and and everything. John, uh, you've bought a lot of refurbished stuff, haven't you?
1: Yeah, I I think the the key thing here is it really depends on where it's coming from because a lot of times when you buy something, especially if you buy it online, uh, you need to know who provided that. Uh, In the case of the Best Buy offering, it's actually provided buy, at least on Best Buy Canada, through another third party. So it's not coming from Apple. It's not coming from Best Buy's warehouse. It's coming from a third party. So you want to make sure that you understand where it's coming from and who's providing it. Uh, my experience with Apple refurbished has been fantastic. Generally, uh, you won't get it. You'll, you'll, I don't think you'll ever get a, a refurbished Apple product that comes you know, with scratches or scuffs. They'll replace all of that stuff and make it basically brand new without being brand new, uh, because, because the the laws around selling something as new, even if the, they replaced half of it, they just can't sell that. But and, and quite often, you won't get like the retail box for stuff. You'll get like just a plain brown box for something. But um, I I I like buying refurbished stuff for some things. There's certain things that you might want to reconsider buying refurbished, though, especially things like that have small batteries in them, like AirPods. Because uh, you don't know how many charge cycles those batteries have had before they were returned, uh, or you know uh, repackaged to be resold, uh, it might just be someone bought it, they didn't fit the ears, and they returned it, and they you know they barely worn them, or it could be someone that wore them for six months and then found a way to return them somehow. Um, it, it, it just really depends, and I think AirPods is probably one thing I wouldn't buy refurbished.
0: Why? Just the, the cleanliness, it, it, or?
1: Well, it's it's it's. Not, I'm not worried about the cleanliness. I I sus- I at least hope that they're at least been clean somehow. You know, before they're put back out. Um, but the um, you, you just. It's a very personal item. I think, and yeah. it's something that you literally are sticking in your ear, um, and. It's also something that, you know, it's, it's pretty fragile too. Like, you know, have they been through the wash cycle? Who knows, <laughs> right? You just don't know what what's what's happened to them before they got to you. Something a little bit bigger, like a laptop or something like that, there's, you know, a little bit more opportunity for those things to be uh, replaced and, and fixed and even diagnosed properly. You, you can't tell how many charge cycles your AirPods have. Um, so those are the kinds of things that I would at least have a pause about before buying unless it's a really good deal and even looking at some of the deals on these refurbished airpods um it's only about 40 or 50 dollars off i mean it's already a fairly expensive item so that could be compelling but i think you might want to maybe consider something that's not airpods for you know a little bit less money and get them brand new aj have you bought much uh, refurbished
2: well, I, I'm kind of in the same boat. I, I think that, um, you know, where, where you're buying the stuff refurbished from is the key to it. I agree. I think Apple's refurbished opportunities are excellent. And and you know what? Honestly, because they do all that work to those devices, the price break isn't really, like, huge. It's just a little bit less, you know? Um, I think, you know, some of the things I'm worried about a little bit more so is, like, you know, walking into, um, you know, so the uh, the big box retailer and, and that open box type thing, you know, and just, you know, where what has happened to those devices. Return policies are pretty easy going. So you really don't know, you know, within two weeks you can pretty much return anything for any reason. And again, you don't know what the person had done with the gear before. Using it, so I think it's just about picking the right thing. I I, I would I like to comment about the ba- the small batteries that can't be replaced because again those are you don't know how much they've been used. Also things like anything that has a lamp in it that can't be replaced, like a projector. At least you can replace the lamp, right? So if you're buying sort of a previously used projector, you don't know how much the lamp's been burnt out. Well, you can always replace that lamp, but keep in mind what's the cost of that new lamp because those hours uh, those things can get pretty pricey.
1: I think it's interesting, too, speaking to your uh, return policy thing, AJ, um, in a lot of cases, uh, you can't return headphones. I'm talking like the over-ear, you know, can-style Headphones like like a Beats or you know a competitive uh, thing like that for sanitation reasons. Yet they're selling AirPods. So <laughs> I, I, and because so I bought some recently, and there's a big sign on my invoice and the big sign on the package saying once you've opened this, you own it. Basically, yeah,
0: yeah it's interesting. I um I bought a um uh, an audio audio video uh, video receiver, a Denon one, uh, a refurbished uh, model because uh, I needed uh, one to replace one that had just gone kaput on me. And so these things aren't cheap. I needed one that have 7.1 surround sound. Uh, and so I was looking, you know, these things get up there. Uh, so I found one online on the Best Buy marketplace. Uh, and again, it wasn't Best Buy selling. It was some third-party reseller that I guess specializes in this refurb uh, stuff. Uh, and yeah, I saved uh, a few hundred dollars on it. Uh, I think, you know, I think I paid like $400 that, you know, it was usually like seven or $800. Uh, so it, it the price stood out to me. But in hindsight now, I I wish I didn't because I'm having starting to have issues with it. And, you know, a lot of times the warranties on these things are like 30, 60, 90 days uh, at best. So it still works, but, you know, switching between uh, video sources... It, it's sketchy now. So I'm sure that's probably one of the reasons that this thing was returned in <laughs> in the first place. And maybe that they kind of got it working again. Uh, so, uh, well,
1: but that's the thing though, is like, you don't know why it was returned in the first place. Right. No. And, uh, it, them troubleshooting it and, and not actually testing the feature that is actually broken. That, you know, could have been the gap. They didn't try multiple video sources before they put it back on the shelf. They just put it back in the box and put a um, markdown sticker on it. Um, yeah i guess i, I was actually surprised because i thought of all the things we could talk about refurbished i thought your receiver would be a good one's good safe bet because it's not like they're taking in their backpack somewhere and you know it's going to be <laughs> dropped right it's it's going to be on a shelf and pretty much left alone
0: I, I i was a little bit worried when i was purchasing it because you know there's a lot of electronics in those things you know what i mean so if there's some issue that they haven't properly diagnosed uh it's it, it you know, it, it might not have been fixed. There might have been a few different things wrong wrong with this, and maybe they fixed the main one. Maybe it wasn't turning on properly, uh, so they got that going, and but they didn't check out anything else.
1: But speaking to your question about the warranty, though, especially on these limited uh, open box type invite, uh, refurbished items, uh, I wonder too if your credit card would extend that warranty somehow if you do have problems a little further down the road. Uh, a lot of credit cards now do offer, you know. Uh, some kind of extended warranty option, but oh, I don't that's, know if the that's refurbished a devices would apply.
0: I'm going to check that out. Uh, you know, and I was actually in the market for a new TV for, uh, for my bedroom. And, uh, I, I saw there was like a TCL model that I wanted. And then I, I saw a refurbished one for $50 cheaper. And I thought, is that worth $50? Yeah. You know, do you know what I mean? Like at a certain point, yeah. I'm like, uh, no, <laughs> I still haven't bought it because I'm looking for a cheaper price. But you know what I mean? I think, you know, in general, you get what you pay for. But maybe the lesson is, again, you know, and I think you both said it, it depends who's selling the refurbished device. If it's coming directly from Apple, I kind of feel good about that, right? because they have a good track record with service uh, and you you know them. Uh, but if well, it's-
1: The, the point there, there though, is Apple's not giving you a 60 or 30 day warranty on that device. That refurb is gonna be the full regular retail warranty.
0: Yes. Which- That's,
1: that's a big difference.
0: Yeah, and which is invaluable. So again, I think it depends where it comes from. If it comes right from the manufacturer themselves, I would say that's a safer bet. I would also see how long the warranty is. And and to your point as well, John, check to see if uh, your credit card will extend the warranties on refurbished uh, gear as well. We are going to have to take a break now. When we come back, can AJ talk to foreigners now? Spanish folks and and French (laughs) folks? With his new Chinese. uh, Chinese folks? With his Google Pixel Buds? We'll find out. Back after this. You're back listening to Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here with uh, my good friends uh, John Beeler and AJ Vickery. It's Google Pixel Buds time. These are uh, available in Canada now. This is, I believe, the second incarnation uh, of these. They're kind of like uh, Apple AirPods kind of in that same category. These are uh, uh, little earbuds that you put in uh, that uh, have great uh, sound quality, so good for playing music, but also have things like Google Pix- uh, Google Assistant built in and a translate feature. And, and AJ, you're going to give us the lowdown. You've had these uh, on for a week now. What do you think?
2: Yeah, um, you know, I, I was really excited to get these and try them out. Um, as someone who has been you know, very committed to the Android platform, uh, over, you know, the past couple of years, uh, I've, you know, I was really excited because anything that Google comes out with, obviously they have the pixel phone. Um, but also coming out with the earbuds, I was really keen to try them. And I do use, um, the Google assistant. So I think that's a key factor here. Uh, if you, whether you use it to keep track of your appointments, whether you use it to sort of check the weather, um, You know, you guys have Siri on your phone. Uh, I use the Google Assistant for just about everything and I've even got it integrated in my home. So to, you know, I can open, I can lock my door when I leave by talking to Google Assistant. I can turn on the lights. Uh, If I forgot to turn the lights off when I went to bed on the patio, I can do that. So the fact that I can get that integrated directly into my earbud uh, was a big, um, big feature uh, that I was looking forward to and trying the Pixel Buds too. i I can say that after having used it for a week now um the audio quality is not where you're going to want it to be uh for um, people that are buying it specifically to like listen to music i find that when i'm you know listening to music with it or listening to the radio or even doing conference calls like we're doing here today i i tend to and i don't know if it's the pair that i've received but i get i get miscellaneous dropouts and um and sometimes a little bit of feedback in my ear which which uh, isn't something you're looking for And when i've worn other earbuds i, I don't quite get that but the but the actual um uh the google assistant part is actually quite good so so these earbuds and i've got them in my ear if you're watching the podcast version are much like mike said like the apple airpods uh, a lot of the controls are touch based so you can do things like turn up the volume you can start uh talk to your assistant by activating it with the word or touching the ear um you can also uh do a couple other cool features um you know with the touch feature which is like answering a call or hanging up or skipping tracks so i've been playing around a little bit with that and i don't know mike if with the air buds you've had any challenges with it but i definitely find that like navigation on such a small little part of my ear but really difficult to, to actually get it right and that a- a- G- might take time
1: aj i hate to tell you this you don't actually have pistol buds in your ear they're actually mentos
2: you can see them there eh? they look like a delicious candy yes uh let's talk about a fun fun feature so mike mentioned it uh, earlier in the break um so it integrates with uh with a lot of your google apps as well anything that you're running on your phone so translate's a really cool feature so if i open up google translate and actually um uh, hold down my earbud while i'm speaking to someone and who's speaking to me in a different language it uses the microphone inside of the um inside of the uh, buds to pick up uh, everything that they're saying and instantaneously once i release my um once i release it uh, it will translate everything that they just said and then it will read me the english back into my ear so i have the option of reading the english on my phone on my device that of what they've just said or i can uh, actually just listen to the translation right in my ear and i thought that was a very cool feature uh, if someone was Um, Talking to you, and you were, you know, using taking a little bit of time to try to, you know, use that device to navigate that conversation. So, when I wanted to speak back to them, I thought, okay, well, this will be cool. So, why don't I speak to my phone in English and have it translate the Spanish back into my ear so that I can say it? It works in various languages. I was using Spanish. Um, (laughs) The only problem with that is it spoke the Spanish so quickly, I couldn't actually (laughs) repeat it with the same. And things like that. So, but you know, for, but for understanding what someone's saying while wearing uh, buds in your ear, it, it, I felt like a secret agent.
0: How was the Going translation?
2: On. Oh, it was bang on. I actually showed the person that I was talking to it was actually uh, Maria in our office who speaks Spanish. I showed her, and she's like, "Yeah, I got it exactly."
0: That's a, that's amazing. Um, but overall, your thoughts?
2: You know, um, so. Couple things, like at the price point, I would hope for noise canceling, you know? Um, They don't have noise canceling built into them. I would like to see that. We'll probably see that in the next version. Uh, The fact that the case that they come in, and I'll show it to you guys here, people can go online to see if you're just listening by the radio. Uh, You put the buds inside of here, much like the AirPods, they do charge in here, and this also charges wirelessly. So that's a great feature as well. I think that um, there's still a little bit of way to go uh, for Google and these devices, I think they're on the right track and they're um, building in lots of great features. Love the fact that the Google assistance is built in, but again, for just pure earbuds and listening to music or radio, I'm going to say, I'm going to wait for the next ones,
0: but you're still wearing them. Still testing them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. When we come back, more tech to talk here on get connected. Stay tuned. You are back with uh, Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here. Got John and AJ, a few minutes left. Uh, I uh, heard an interesting story. I uh, was up in Whistler this uh, past week uh, hanging out with uh, my good friends, uh, Dr. H and his new girlfriend, Ashley. And uh, she told me that uh, she sold her Apple uh, iMac box on Craigslist for 35 bucks. A box. A box. An empty Apple box for 35 bucks. <laughs> I, see, I see AJ. AJ, you know what I'm thinking? We have a lot of empty boxes at the office. We have
2: a lot of empty boxes. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it's a set decorated for a movie or something.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I think that's a lot of beer with all the boxes we have.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> that's interesting. I But I think for the big uh, uh, IMAX, uh, I think people like using them just as a, a like for, for moving and carrying them, right? Because it does well pack made. them away. Yeah.
1: Well, how else are you going to move those iMacs so? though?
2: Yeah.
0: Don't. Yeah, very gingerly because you can wreck those, the screens if you don't uh, uh, move those types of things. I remember uh, we got uh, this uh, Acer super curved gaming monitor in. I think it was like $1,500. It was beautiful. Like everyone in the office, like all the graphics guys were just coming up to me. Are you going to keep that, mic? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> but then I had to bring it on global, uh, you know, to show as a feature uh, one day. Uh, and... Between me taking it there and taking it back, completely messed it up, destroyed it, because I didn't pack it in properly. I just kind of put it in the back of my SUV. <laughs> it never worked again. So, yeah. that's
1: why you never lend anything to Mike.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's a good point. Don't forget to hit our contest, uh, getconnectedmedia.com, and uh, subscribe to our newsletter. You could win an Alcatel flip phone, a smart flip phone. And uh, we've all got our uh, video podcasts, our radio shows, and lots of great blogs and uh, how-to videos. GetConnectedMedia.com. I want to thank everyone that helps put the show together. Of course, uh, John and AJ. We'll see you again next time.